0: To inform and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at com, We would love to hear from you.
1: I'd like to talk about Daniel... Chapter 9, and it's really in Daniel, in the book of Daniel, where Daniel, you know, had been one of the prophets of God that had been anointed to lead the people of God during a time of captivity. And in Daniel chapter 9, they had already been in captivity a while and had gone through a couple of kings, and Daniel received a vision from God in chapter eight, a dream from God in chapter eight. And in chapter nine, his heart is really heavy and burdened for the people of God, for the the plight of Israel. And he begins to cry out unto God with a wonderful prayer. And today I'd just like for us to spend a little time talking about prayer, talking about the fact that it is me that is standing in the need of prayer, that our condition in our nation, the condition in the body of Christ is one that requires that we cry out unto God for forgiveness. So I'd like to lift up to God today a prayer for forgiveness. So one of the things that I find peculiar about Daniel, and there are so many things, is that Daniel, first of all, has an unwavering commitment to God. I mean, all of us, we like to believe as Christians have a commitment to God. But with Daniel, there was no boundaries. Even though he had been elevated to the highest ranks in the kingdom that was not his people, he was taken captive. And during captivity, God used Daniel's gifts to make room for him. He used his gifts of interpretation of dreams. When the Bible says your gift will make room for you, there's many ways that that occurs, but this is one way that that occurred. God used Daniel to interpret dreams and to speak into the lives of the kings that had taken them captive. And because of that, the kings would elevate Daniel. They elevated Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they gave them prominent positions in their kingdom as captive men. He also gave them favor. They didn't eat the food of the king. They didn't do the things that they were others were commanded to do, but God kept their countenance not just equal with the others, but he kept their countenance better than the others. He elevated them so that they had knowledge and wisdom that stood out above the others. At one point, even the king's wife, he, she, he was fretting because no one could interpret his dream. And she says, oh, don't worry about it. Just go get that man named Daniel. Uh, it was never Nebuchad- Nebuchadnezzar's son, I believe. He says, go get, don't worry about it. your father knew about him. He said, go get that man named Daniel. God dwells in him and God speaks through him. He'll tell you everything you need to know about the dreams and the visions that you have been given because God is with him. And so they went and got Daniel and Daniel did just as she had said, because God had given him the interpretation. So Daniel had an unwavering commitment to God. It didn't matter what the decree was it didn't matter what the threat of punishment was. He was determined that he was going to serve God and God alone. The one thing that I always remember out of the book of Daniel is when they made the decree that everyone should pray to no other God than to the king himself. And Daniel, the Bible says, Daniel went into his apartment and turned toward Jerusalem and prayed as he had always done. Let's me know that he didn't start praying when trouble came came. He didn't develop a life of prayer when trouble came. But the Bible said he prayed as he had always done. He was a man of prayer and he had a life of prayer.
2: Daniel was also a man of influence, even when he was faced with danger, when his life was on the line, because he stood for the laws of God, that he stood. And as a result of him standing, he influenced the king. He influenced uh, his friends. He also influenced even the people of that land before. Before it was all over with, they knew that that Daniel God was God and they began to even worship him as well. Matter of fact, I believe the king also made an edict that everyone shall honor the God of Daniel. And you know, when you think about that, that is what God is calling us to do. One, to be a great influence in the earth and that influence is going. To, we're going to have to stand we're going to have to dare to be bold in our beliefs in God we're just going to have to be an influence in the earth, just as it was even with Esther, how she influenced the king as well. Daniel had that great influence.
1: Amen. And you know what, if you recall in Daniel, one of the things that was peculiar is when the king's men were angry and jealous of Daniel and they wanted to ensnare Daniel, they gathered themselves together, kind of like what they did with Nehemiah. They got together and tried to conspire something against Daniel. And what I love about that scripture is that it says that they couldn't find anything to taint his life where There was nothing in his life wherewith they could honestly accuse him. And they said, if we are going to find fault in this man it's going to have to be with the God that he serves. And I pray God that that could be said of us one day, mm. that when men and women look out upon our life, when the devil is trying to accuse you that there is nothing he can rightly accuse you of except he have to accuse you. Wouldn't that be honorable that you are accused of serving God? Because I can't find anything else wrong with your life. I've got to find something wrong with your service for God. And that's why they went to the king and they said, oh, king live forever. And they said, why don't you make a decree and say for the next 30 days, no one can bow down and pray to any other God except you. And that's how they tried to ensnare Dan because as soon as Daniel heard it, he didn't cry. He didn't, he didn't go to the king and plead. Didn't. He didn't go to the king and say, king, they're tricking you. He didn't say, oh, God, I thought you were with me. The Bible says he went to his apartment and he fell down on his knees and he prayed to the only God that had delivered him thus far in his life. And He prayed to the Lord God, his king, his maker and his ruler. You know, we get so frustrated and things happen and we say, oh. Oh, God, how could God allow this to happen? And we're so busy weeping and wailing and moaning Mm -hmm. and complaining. How about we just fall down on our knees and glorify God that has power to back up any decree, any edict, any law, any punishment, and even if you go to the den of lions, even if you go to the fiery furnace, like the Hebrew boy said, listen, oh king, you know, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. Our God whom we serve is able, but if he chooses not to deliver us, it's not going to change my confession in my God. He's still able to deliver me and I won't change my commitment my faith and my prayer to my God. In Psalms 33
2: verse 12 it says blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the
1: people whom he have chosen for his own inheritance. Amen and we have come so far from where we started from but we can get back to the cross of Christ. We can get back to the heart of God when we pray. Let it not be be for a season. When we pray, give us wisdom and not reason. When we pray, let your name be our petition. When we pray. When you pray, lean not on your understanding. When you pray, just take hold of these commandments. When you pray,
2: Know that he is your crying when you pray.
1: Send your righteous ways turn our hearts to seek your face,
2: wash away all we need to Search the inner parts within, wipe away every sin. At thy throne of grace, I bow my. Man, that is such a precious song. I like the words where it says, when you pray, lean not on your understanding. And when you pray, just take hold of his commandments. And then it also says, when you pray, let it not be for a season. And when you pray, ask for wisdom and not for reason. That is powerful. The the song is just so appropriate for what we are talking about today. Why don't you lead us in prayer?
1: Amen. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for everything that is in heaven. Everything that is in earth belongs to you, dear God. Yours is the kingdom and you are exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come from you and you reign over everything. God in your hand is power and might. We lift this prayer to you, dear God, and we say thank you. We say hallelujah. We say praise your glorious name. We join with the host of heaven that has ceased not from the day you created them to bow down on their knees and worship at your feet, saying hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power to the Lord our God. We thank you for life and we thank you for health and we thank you for salvation. Thank you for calling us out of darkness into the marvelous light. Thank you for loving us with an everlasting, unparalleled love. What manner of love is this that you have so freely demonstrated toward us in that through Christ Jesus you gave your life for us? Oh. God, I thank you. Thank you for never leaving me nor forsaking me. Thank you that in you and you alone lies all of our hope. Thank you that they that put their trust and hope in you will never be ashamed. We lift this prayer to the Lord of lords, to the God of gods and to the King of kings. God, we have this confident assurance that even before we utter these words, you have already heard them because you know our thoughts are far off. Yet you still grant us A captive audience to listen as we pray. We know that if you hear us, we have our petition and we acknowledge our individual and collective sins before you. Forgive us for our apathy and slothfulness. Forgive us for our doubt and our pride. Forgive us for setting up false gods and bowing to ungodly altars. Forgive us for our indifference to your holy word. Forgive us for failing to reference and honor you, God. Forgive us for allowing anyone or anything to take precedence in our lives above you. Forgive us for seeing the spiritually wounded and dying and walking on the other side of the road. Forgive us for being so bitter and anxious to get to church that we might entertain one another that we have failed to do the work of the ministry. Forgive us for receiving and walking in the counsel of the ungodly for sitting in the seat of the scornful for standing idly by in the place where sinners gather. We acknowledge that we have sinned against you and against you alone have we sinned. We have failed you and assume that our way is better than your way. We have tried to count. The Almighty, we have ignored the warning from your word and chosen to follow the path that in our ignorance and pride we deem to be better. Would you forgive us, dear God? We have stood idly by as souls of sinners have plunged swiftly into hell. We have closed our mouth as ungodly, as aggressively sought to remove every remembrance of you from our culture. Would you forgive us, dear God? When the enemy came with threatenings and warnings, we have bowed down at the hand of the enemy. We have been fearful, God, and afraid. We have doubted your ability to deliver and wondered if you have been faithful. Would you forgive us, dear God? We have given our voice to men who have have not sought you God we have lent our vote father to those who despise and mock you dear God we father have not defended the life of the unborn God we have not stood father in the gap and stood to make up the hedge we have not cried aloud and spared not would you forgive us oh God I thank you even as Daniel cried for the heart of his people today we cry for the nation father we cry for the body of christ and we bow down to worship you god forgive us for having worshiped the creature more than the creator forgive us for having made stars out of singers and preachers and musicians and others that have been anointed by you we have polluted your altar the people of God have corrupted themselves would you forgive us God we thank you Lord we have thought that we could buy the gifts of the spirit we thought that we could start out in the Holy Ghost but finish up in the flesh would you forgive us God we have ignored the voice of your prophets we are so busy having church we have not invited you into our midst we have not cried out to you God we have not laid prostrate in your presence we hunger for everything but the face of our God we long for everything but the touch of the Holy One Would you forgive us, God, make us thirsty for you, make us hungry for you as the deer pants after the water brook, God, would you let us thirst for nothing less than you? God, would you confound the mouth of the naysayer? Would you expose the, the hireling, God, would you expose those who have crept in unaware? Would you expose those who do harm in the kingdom of God? And would you elevate the righteous? Oh, God, would you, Father, elevate the voice of the prophet? Would you give God. us a heart to hear, yes, an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church of God? There is a famine in the land, and it's a word famine for the Word of yes. God. We thank you, O God. We glorify you, O God. We hunger and thirst for you, O God. There is no God like Jehovah. We will not be led astray. We will not be deceived. We will not be foiled by the things of the world yes. father we live for you may we be willing to die for you We command soul ties to be broken and destroyed from the lives of your people. We pull down strongholds from the hearts of your people. We command every prison door binding your people to be open. Every chain shackling your people to be loose. May the body of Christ rise up and know that they are royalty in the Lord Jesus. We are a royal priesthood. We are a chosen nation. And may we never, God, may we never submit to the cunningness or to de- be deceived by the craftiness of the devil again thank you for the tenacity and the fight within every believer that says i will not be defeated i am more than a conqueror i belong to god greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world god can do anything but fail We command every impenetrable wall, blocking our destiny to fall flat. We thank you, God, that you specialize in what seems to be impossible. Would you restore the unrestorable? Would you retrieve the unretrievable? Would you mend the unfixable? God, would you put the shattered pieces of our lives back together? We reclaim our families. We reclaim our churches. We reclaim the body of believers. You are married to the backslider from the north, the south, the east, and the west. We call them home. And God, when they come home, we will not stand there as the prodigal brother judging them. We will rejoice and celebrate the life, the rebirth of every backslider, every new believer. Let not one person come to the altar of God to give their life to you without being baptized in the Holy Ghost. God, we thank you and we praise you. Hallelujah. God, we glorify you and we honor you. You are holy and wonderful and worthy we lift this prayer in the wonderful matchless mighty marvelous miraculous name you are awesome and holy the only name under heaven given to men whereby we must be saved we pray in the name of the lord jesus
2: hallelujah We continue on, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We continue to lift up your name. We continue, dear God, to plead, dear Father, before you in the name of Jesus Christ, knowing that, God, that we have not done what we should have been doing. But, God, Lord, try us again. Give us another turn, God. Lord, give us the revelation, dear Father, of who you are, God. For you said, God, the beginning of wisdom and knowledge is the fear of the Lord. We call forth the fear of the Lord, that the people of God will begin to fear you once again, God. For we are the righteousness of God. dear Father, declared to be righteous, not in our own standing, but God, because of Jesus Christ, that you've called us, dear God, to stand in the gap, that God, that you might move in the affairs of men, dear God, that people will know who you are, God. Please forgive us, dear Father, for turning our backs upon you and taking on the ways of the world, God. But we turn today, Father, that we're no longer, God, walking in the path of unrighteousness, God, but they're walking in the path of righteousness, Father. I pray specifically, Father, for the household of faith. I pray specifically, Father, for the five fold ministries. I pray for the, the apostles, the prophets, oh God, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers, dear God. I pray that God, that they will equip your saints. Oh God, that they will be for the perfecting of the saints, Father. Give them wisdom to know, Father God, the giftings that are in their particular congregations in the name of Jesus. Give them wisdom on how, dear Father, that they should train them and teach them, Father, that they will go out, dear Father, into the vineyard, dear God. And bring in the souls, Lord. Call forth your prophets, dear Father, that have an ear to your mouth, dear Father God, that declare your word. The prophets that will rise up, dear Father, with a clarion call. The prophets that will rise up with a trumpet, dear God, pressed to their lips and blow it, dear Father, in Zion. We pray for the evangelists, God, those who are setting down, God, those who have been disheartened, dear God. In the name of Jesus, that you will raise them up and cause them to remember, that God, that you put a word in their mouth and that you called them to be an evangelist that you called them to go forth and preach your word that you called them dear God to bring in father those who are sick dear father those those who are blind oh father that you called them even to teach dear father God your people how to evangelize the world God praise the anointing dear father upon the five fold ministries dear father that you will call the pastor who is the who is the shepherd of his flock God that God that he would have that revelation that God that he is not there dear God to be served, or she is not there to be served by the people, but God, that He is to serve the people, God, that He is to tend to the sheep, O Father, and to nurture them, God, to bring them up in the Word of God. God, we pray for the teacher that will establish, dear Father, the Word of God, that the people may know what ways that you require of us, God. And even in the Old Testament, where it says, Dear Father, come let us go up into the house of the Lord, that where we may be taught the ways of God. Let that be the voice, dear Father, that come out, dear Father of your people oh God because the five fold ministry oh God is in position and they're in place and they are anointed and that God that you call forth men and women in those positions to come forth that the people may know that you are God and besides you there is none other we come against the false apostle God that one that has been sent by the enemy God we come against the false prophets dear God they give a word that comes out of their own heart God Lord we come against your father the false evangelists, God, that speak another gospel, dear Father. We come against the pastors that are wolves in lambs clothing, God. We come against the teacher, oh God, that is teaching another word. We come against those charlatans, dear Father God, with the spirit of Jezebel that seduce your people, the spirit of Balaam, that God that seduce your people, God. We come against those charlatans that stand up on pulpits, oh God, and declare their way instead of the way of the Lord, God. I pray that God that you would express every one of them God that God and you will put up those dear God who are righteous dear Father in your sight I pray Father for the prophet that will stand up in the midst as Jeremiah said that that is not a word from God for you said that the prophet should judge the words that will come out of the mouths of the prophets that we will take that bold stand and say that is not the word of the Lord that is not the way of the Lord and proclaim oh God to the people the righteousness the truth of the Lord that endures forever God and call forth dear God for the giftings the gift of healing oh God for you said in your word is there a bomb in Gilead is there no physician then why are my daughters still in need of healing God that Lord in the precious name of Jesus that the spirit of healing will come forth the gift of healing God not only physically but God emotionally dear God those dear God who have been burned down those who are oppressed dear father and oppressed those who have lost their mind those dear father dear God that are demon possessed dear God that we have the anointing in the name of Jesus Christ to call out that spirit and that your daughters and your sons will be delivered we call the gift of faith oh God God that faith dear father God that can do the impossible that faith dear father that will do great exploit we call forth father for the discerning of spirits oh God that gift that they deserve whether the spirit be of you or be of another we call forth the spirit of wisdom God the gift in speaking in other tongues oh God and the gift of interpretation we call them forth in the name of Jesus we proclaim your word in the name of Jesus we declare your word your God up on high we pray oh God Lord that the hearts of your people will no longer be stuck dear father in defilement or in error God you said the truth of the Lord God will defy dear God the spirit of error we come against the spirit of error right now we come against the spirit of perversion God that spirit of perversion, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We command you to cease your operation and we release the truth of the Lord in this nation in the name of Jesus. You said, dear God, that truth, dear Father, will define lines, oh God, and it will tear down walls. And when we know the truth, dear God, when error comes, dear Father, God, we're able to stand and say, But thus saith the Lord. God, we thank you today. When you spoke to Peter and you said that upon this rock you will build your church and the very gates of hell shall not, cannot fall will not prevail against it and we when we believe it God even though it looks like confusion is rolling hard God but you said we're sin abound God that grace will abound much more and we thank you dear father that grace and truth come from you and mercy dear father is extended from you God so we thank you oh God that we are victorious oh God and every backslider every unsaved soul when they hear these prayers coming forth oh God that it will minister to their hearts oh God and bring them up out of, dear Father God, despair, dear Father bring them up out of hopelessness, God Lord, we thank you and we praise you Father God, for these prayers that have gone forth in power and might in Jesus name, Amen
0: We thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.